Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Doing the Right Thing! Yeah. Hello and welcome to the podcast panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the best way to enjoy an evening at Jesse J's house? By not going, that's how. <laughs> I am Danielle Ward. And with me, trying to do the right thing today, on my right, it's like someone faxed as Dave Gorman, it's Michael Legg! <laughs> and with him, it's Canada's answer to a question that no-one asked, Tony Law! <laughs> and on my left, what has got one god, two surnames and four eyes? That's right, it's Margaret Hayward Smith! <laughs> And with her, a lady named after a spoilt child on your house. Yes, it's Ruth Bratz. <laughs> now for our first round, the importance of being right. The importance of being right. Like a paedophile stalking Facebook, unaware that his teenage daughter has a thing for older men, I've stumbled across an awkward situation on the internet. <laughs> In this round, I want the teams to tell me the right thing to do in one of these awkward situations. Michael and Tony, you are the first. Tony, you are driving through the middle of America when you spot an odd and weary-looking man trying to flag down a lift. You realise it's Michael Legg, of all people! And he is crying! He is crying so hard that your heart breaks and you invite him into your car. Big mistake. You're so busy trying to stop Michael Legg sobbing all over your new leather seats that you don't see the sign ahead that says danger and you plummet into a levee. And this levee isn't even dry. The car starts to sink into the deep and unforgiving water. But according to the worst case scenario handbook, what's the right thing to do in this situation? He has made a terrible error, hasn't he? Because he shouldn't have... What was he thinking, uh, making me sit on leather when he knows that I'm a lovely vegan? (laughs) Of course I'm going to cry. And crying's not going to help when you're drowning. Do you, do you insist on putting a blanket down? What's it? Put a blanket down? Yeah. So you're not touching I think that's what they do with abattoirs. They just throw a big blanket over it, it'll be fine. No, they don't. I worked in an abattoir. Really? Yeah, they fire a bolt into their skull. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, I worked in a morgue. That's like a human abattoir. Yeah, but nobody, nobody gets nourishment from it after. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> We're, so we're in a car and we're sinking and I've picked up someone who's manipulated me. And, uh, yeah, of course it is. So I just, well, I, uh, I'm not great underwater, so I'd be just going out the window. Oh, but these modern cars, they're all electric windows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez, jeez. I'd use Michael's face. <laughs> because I know he's got a pointy nose. And I would cut a hole in the window. <laughs> That's how we used to rob banks. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day when we were bank robbers. Do you enjoy the water, Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. No, and that's really? 
best way to enjoy the water. In a car. Oh, you might as well make the best of a bad situation. If you've seen Smokey and the Bandit, you've got to go through the trunk. Or boot! It was in Smokey and the Bandit. So you need to be in Smokey and the Bandit to survive this. So that's this what's problem. happened in this one is we I've I've gone, okay, we're in Smokey well, and the Bandit. Okay, we better be in Smokey and the Bandit then. And I've gone, come on, Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? I don't drive. No, well, I don't drive, but I mean, I, I was with my friend. We were driving to the Reading Festival. We picked up a hitchhiker. We picked up ladies because uh, we think ladies are the best. <laughs> <laughs> but then when, when they get in the car, uh, we, we realise, oh, no, we've got to talk to people we don't know. And that was awful. And we dropped <laughs> them off. We dropped them off like five minutes later. Oh, we didn't. Wow. No. No, listen. No, listen. Boring. No, would you, would you keep these people in the car, right? They were just going, um... Uh, so we got in the car. Hey, ladies, we're trying to be like all smooth. Yeah, we're going to the Reading Festival. Do you like cider? Because we've got a massive bottle of it. We were quite sure. <laughs> and they've got. Oh, do you know what? Have you ever, have you ever tried this drink? It's our favourite drink, right? It's like a whiskey, but it's green. And I can't remember what it's called. But on the label, there's a big picture of a snake. Oh, do you know what? I know what it's called. It's called venom. Is it? Is called venom. No, it's definitely called Vemon, and I've had it. But there's definitely a picture of a snake, yeah, and it's called Vemon. And we've been told, I mean, fuck off. Okay, I will simplify uh, this question for you, since we're not going anywhere. As the car starts to sink, should you wind down your window or should you keep it shut? Oh, do you what? shut the window and but smash out the windscreen? Have you? <laughs> this is Tony's car talking. Oh, sorry, Tony. I know yeah. I shouldn't have driven it without That's asking right. you. It's and... my car. And therefore, I pull out the weapons that I keep in there. <laughs> <laughs> like my throwing stars. I go, come on, Michael, we've got to work together, you manipulative hitchhiker. Tony, your car, do you open the windows or do you keep them shut? Always got the window down, man. <laughs> I never wear a shirt while I'm driving and I never keep the window up. Window down, no shirt. That's how I roll. Love it. Uh, producer Ben. Is Tony close with that description? Well, Tony's right. Window down. As soon as the car hits the water, open your window. If you don't, then opening the door underwater will be very difficult because of the water pressure. And the uh, Worst Case Survival Handbook suggests that to be safe, you should drive with the windows and doors slightly open whenever you're near water. <laughs> Not doors! That's what he said. And then if you can't open or smash the windows, the last resort option is to wait for the car to fill up with water up to your head. And now the water pressure should be equalised inside and outside the car, and you should be able to open the door and swim to the surface. It's quite a risk. <laughs> What's wrong with just putting the radio on and come to terms with the fact that you're going to die? We could just do some kissing. Yeah. Probably do a bit of kissing. Try and repopulate the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Really quickly. So I think you get some points there. Brilliant. We should get points. I think you do. Listen to that crowd going wild. So we're ahead with some. Yeah, you've got some points. Margaret and Ruth, yes. Yes. you have been invited to a dinner party at the home of the most important comedy producer in the UK. We all know who that is. 
the Mickey most <laughs> Mickey a big time. Mickey big time. <laughs> but big Mickey time big time is a terrible cook <laughs> and serves you the most disgusting, rancid, ill thought out, out of date and underprepared food you have ever seen. Though this is not a massive surprise knowing their comedy output. <laughs> you decide to hide the food in a napkin and then flush it down the toilet. But uh oh, what a disaster. That blocks the lovey and the bowl starts to fill with water. What is the top tip for doing the right thing in this situation, according to DIYbasics.co.uk? Well, um, first of all, why have you flushed it down the loo when everyone knows that when you don't like something, you spit it into a napkin and then put it into a pot plant? <laughs> uh, I think you're misunderstanding the nature of this quiz. Is it one of <laughs> We have to answer the question. Uh, I think moldy. that this website would say, don't put anything in the toilet unless you've eaten it first. Is that what they say? Well, so if you have put it in, this right, is what have, I'd yeah. do. I would go into his well-stocked bedroom, because I'm imagining a he's well got... Well-stocked yes. bedroom? He's got a well-stocked bedroom. Well-stocked yeah. with what? Um, stuff. And, uh, and I imagine he'd have lots of dry cleaning, because he wouldn't do his own stuff. So then you take one of those wire coat hangers and bend it and then just jiggle it. That would work. Or, or, just... That won't go out. Michael and Tony, have you ever blocked a toilet? (laughs) Together or separately? Not separately, no. No, uh, We've blocked a few together, though. (laughs) Quite a few. I might try to do it separately, and in the end, I always have to bring them. Tony, get round here. Where are you? Airport. Which one? Terminal 5. Which loo? Okay, here's what you gotta do. The question wasn't how do you block a toilet? (laughs) I think you found the question was have I ever blocked a toilet? And then you said either together or separately. You answered it ridiculous. Uh, Truthfully. Would you, um, would you do... Would I block a toilet? Certainly. Certainly I would. I've got no problem with this. Yeah. Would you, with the, morally? Would you go big toilet in a stranger's big house? Toilet. Do you go Oh, no, no, no. No, on your way in, you find the nearest Starbucks or pub. And then you go out for a long cigarette. I think that's the best way to, uh, you know, break the ice with anyone. If you haven't met them, you just go around to the ice for the first time. Just go, I really need to shit! <laughs> but to not announce it is yeah. much more lethal. Yeah. I yeah. just oh. checked out your house. Looks good. Smells a little different. (laughs) Smells like my dad. Why does your house smell like my dad? (laughs) Who shares DNA with my dad here? Oh, that's me. (laughs) I just had to shit in your toilet. Sorry about that. Where someone, someone <laughs> shit really smelt like my old flatmates. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably related, not that far down the line. <laughs> they use that on, uh, a lot in uh, Who Do You Think You Are? <laughs> Archive terms that they bring up. Does anybody know how to art it? Yeah, don't you, you have to pump it. Yeah. You know, get a plunger and that, that's a good way to... Basically threaten it. What if like, there's no plunger? There's no plunger next to the toilet and you've had to do the... Oh! Hands! Hands! No, because you, 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 you use the loo brush. Because the loo brush will create the vacuum. This is, this is what science. What if there's no loo brush? Will, well, then they're dirty and they deserve <laughs> everything they get. <laughs> 
tip. Uh, when you've scraped, then flush and put the loo brush under the flush, then because of the force of the water, it flushes all the poo off it. Thankfully. Oh, <laughs> Somebody has learnt something. Yeah. Don't forget to email us for a fact sheet. <laughs> it's got to be educational as well, otherwise we're not filling um, a remit. I think uh, pump it with a loo brush. <laughs> yeah, but you think that about everything. <laughs> Is anybody close with these answers? The top tip is to tie a plastic bag around the head of an old mop to create a super-sized plunger. So I think Ruth gets the point. Where are we well, getting a big time mop in his Well, there's a big hit on the website. Loads of feedback saying that was the best tip. Somebody called CatG86 wrote, The bag over a mop really works. Very pleased. Otherwise, this Friday night would have been disastrous. <laughs> And somebody called King of the Pedos <laughs> wrote, King of the yeah, wrote, just wanted to say I tried almost every hint I knew, put a couple of bags on my mop head, plunged that shit out. <laughs> Thank you, internet. Any, anything with a bag on it would be fine as long as it's... Yeah, your arm might work. Yeah, you can, you can. You, could, your you fist. could use your fist. I know, I know. Fist, King of the Pedos preferred method. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at the end of that round, the points go to Ruth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The next round is Agony. This round is called Agony because we read out letters sent to Agony Aunts and ask our panellists to guess the response. They say a problem shared is a problem halved. And judging how many listeners we've got, that must make this show a modern day Jesus. <laughs> but for stuff like sleeping with your boss, not leprosy. Right. So to start with, let's try out your advice skills on this real letter sent to a real Agony Aunt. Michael, could you read it out with your face, please? Dear Agony Aunt, my wife is always telling me how fat I am. Yet it is her that keeps on buying food and feeding it to me. <laughs> what a stupid wife. I'm 45 and an ex-professional rugby player. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But I've let myself go since I retired and now weigh 28 stones. Not stones. Stones. I just want to be fit and healthy and make love to my wife. We all do. But she buys chips and popcorn and biscuits. And then 
yells at me for eating them. I'm home all day and bored. What else is there to do? <laughs> Fucking right, mate. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, what else is there? Isn't that what life is? Popcorn and biscuits? And then death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Margaret and Ruth, what advice would you give this poor young man? Yeah. I'm married to a feeder. I mean, that's not true. I'm not married. Feeder. But uh, yeah, no, that's what they're called. People who feed their isn't everyone Humans a feeder though when they're in a relationship? Because you go, oh, let's look after each other. Here, have another big vat of butternut squash soup. I love you. Um, that... I think I'm a drinker and a shut upper. <laughs> you can say no. Just say no. no just no, say no. no. It's Zamo rude to talk told with you your mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony, does uh, does your wife give you food? Yeah, I suppose. She gives me some food sometimes, and I give her a little food sometimes. It's, a, it's not... Uh, it's just a bit of chucking food around. It's not... He should kill himself. <laughs> That's the only cure for what he has. It's, it's funny how often that is the answer. <laughs> Maybe he, but he is... There's nothing else to do. Yeah. I also don't like that. I want, to, I want to make love to my wife. Is it just me that finds the phrase, make love, Skin crawlingly awful. Yeah, I am. Um, and no, I find the term make love quite lazy. I think what he's saying is I want to lie back and her to bounce on me. <laughs> is that he, making no, love? He, he could yes. still make love. All we have to do is lift it up so the penis is revealed and then you can definitely still make love. <laughs> Who have you been with? <laughs> but, then, but then it would And who she uses will... the phrase the penis is revealed? <laughs> and the penis <laughs> is revealed! <laughs> Sex like Debbie McGee upon <laughs> Ben, do we have an actual answer for this? I think Ruth got the point. The agony aunt said Is it about <coughs> butternut squash soup? No. I think it was about to just don't eat it, fatty. Pretty much. The agony aunt said Oh, come on. You know I usually get letters like this from women who feel bad about turning into blobs but can't help it. You are a professional sportsman. You have a brain. What? You're used to working to... This is what she said. Yeah, so women can't help turning into blobs, but men can. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, no self-control. Pass See, me I'm much more cake. concerned about the phrase, you're a professional sportsman, you have a brain. <laughs> she says, you're a professional sportsman, you have a brain. Shop with your wife. Choose only healthy foods. Book into a gym and do a daily workout. Stop giving into boredom and feeling useless. Wake up. It's not your wife's fault, it's yours. Get that into your head. You know, I think what threw us is the... Uh, I used to be a professional rugby player. I think it was, like, very low... I think they were poor. These are poor people. And we're just picking <laughs> on them because we're fucking monsters. We're <laughs> <laughs> just poor, ignorant people. How dare us? Still, he should kill himself. <laughs> yeah, bear rugby with all that hug. <laughs> we, we've seen uh, how the professionals do it. Now, I want you to unleash your skills on the public because before the show started, I asked the audience if anybody had an actual problem that they wanted the panel to solve. And the first one here is from Andy. I've said someone over the mic. Andy's problem is, my neighbour texted me, your cat toast is with me. What? <laughs> your cat. Is it? Is toast toast. Your toast. Cat? Okay. Your okay. cat toast. <laughs> your cat toast. <laughs> your... Is this a problem about not understanding what your neighbour's <laughs> texting? Um, your cat toast is wi with me. I was just wondering why he keeps me howing to come in to mine comes about C-U-M um, he is such a lovely and friendly cat and so soft I love him 
Andy wants to know what to do. Your neighbour's trying to take your cat from you. I think she's got problems with my cat. She's got, got problems? Sin sinister things that she wants to do to my cat. Because I think it sounds quite passive-aggressive. Yeah. I think it sounds like, your cat's lovely, why is he in my fucking house? I think it's that. Does this neighbour live alone? I don't know. Does this neighbour have a dog? <laughs> I, you know I don't know, I've, I've, I've never met them. You've never met them? Oh, you've got them. your number? Well, yeah. the cat has a little thing that has, <laughs> has a little phone. <laughs> my, my cat has the number on his collar, just in case he gets run over or anything. Oh, my God. Wants to make a final phone call. <laughs> you, need, you, need to get, you need to get all your toughest friends together and weaponize them all. You need to start taking people out because something bad's going to happen. We did plan to get a little camera to put on the cat's collar. That's more like it. Yeah. See what she's really up to. Get a really big camera. Make it obvious. Let her know you're onto it. Or, just before the cat goes round, feed it something that you know makes it sick. Cat toast! Cat toast. And then when it comes in, it'll do that thing. And then she'll have cat sick everywhere and no-one likes that. Or, buy a tiger. Put a tag on the tiger and say, oh, yeah, yeah, what are you going to text me about this one? <laughs> does any of that help, Andy? It does, thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, we have another problem from Helen. Oh, hello. We'll bring the microphone round. Helen says, I went to a masquerade ball and it turned out to be a nude S&M party. <laughs> and then on a leash <laughs> and then just Helen with a kiss is that a problem or yeah. is it a boast <laughs> I'm just wondering if I need to go again because this is like a party what's being held every sort of second month well did you like it um, it was different to what I expected but I think I liked it yeah well then go back so a naked naked masks uh, just masks just masks so, so everyone's they were wearing just, just wearing masks, masks. Yeah. And did you take leashes. off your clothes when you got there well, I, I didn't know that was the whole deal about their party. How did you find out about this party? Well, <laughs> if I was actually invited by some of my Italian friends. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what to wear next time? Nothing. Just a mask and a cock leash. <laughs> Do you have to... Um, is, it, is it a sexual party or is it just parading round for fun? <laughs> I'm, I'm still not sure. I'm still trying to figure well, out. Well, you were there, though. How do you not know? <laughs> did your mask have like eye eye holes at all, I or did you just go blind wearing? A, a I noticed dress. Helen's wearing glasses. So. It was. It was, it was, it was very you dark. didn't take your specs. It you? was very dark. Well, you could tell that everyone was naked, but you couldn't tell if they were having sex. <laughs> yeah. Or when if you, you were there, had was sex anyone with anyone in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say go back and and um, uh, pay more attention. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then decide whether you like it. Has the advice been helpful? Uh, just say yes. Yeah, just say yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 sort of. Yeah. I think I would give some points to Ruth, because she was very helpful with advice on that. So, Ben, what are the scores after that round? Michael and Tony got two, and Margaret and Ruth have got three. Yeah! yeah. 
somebody out there in internet land wants a piece of our panel's mind, you can email us at rightthing1 at gmail.com and you never know, we might be able to help, though that is unlikely. <laughs> so now it's time to ask the expert. Ask, 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 ask. So this is the round where we ask someone with expert knowledge to tell us the right thing to do in any given situation. And this week our expert is charity fundraiser Steph. Hello. Hello, Steph. Now, I've known Steph for quite a long time. Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. First question. Where did you guys meet? We met at Kim Ellen's School, School of Dance. Dance. Yeah. We were both yellow in the rainbow yeah. dance. When we were nine, we both did somewhere over the rainbow oh. and we were both yellow. What year were you guys there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm much older than you. It was uh, 1975. <laughs> so you are a charity fundraiser, yeah. Steph? Yeah, I've been uh, working fundraising for 10 years. Wow, that's impressive. And as someone who works as a charity fundraiser, would you ever, for example, stand on one of your friend's feet and push them over backwards into a puddle? Not while working as a charity fundraiser. <laughs> I was 14 and no one wanted to kiss me and then my friend stood on my feet and pushed me backwards into a puddle. And suddenly everyone wants to kiss you. <laughs> Stephanie and see if you can gauge her personality and then we'll set you some scenarios and see what she says so if you can fire away your questions is it homeless people yeah it's a center for homeless people so it's not a hostel or anything what I want to know is um, what have you got against people with homes (laughs) (laughs) nothing I I have a home I'm very pro home okay if you could punch another charity Where would you punch it? <laughs> In the balls. Charity ball. Charity. Very, popular. Very, popular. Very popular. If you were uh, a tree, what tree would you be? Beach. Beach. Knew it. Knew it. Knew it. I, I knew that. Yeah. Tony. What is your favourite? Large cat. <laughs> Lion. Lion. Tony's making cookies. Boy or girl one? Boy one. Sexist. Oh, I think we've got the measure of sex. If you only had 90 years left to live, what would you do? The clock's ticking. <laughs> 90 fucking years. I can spend the next five ruminating, I reckon. Oh, I love ruminating. Yeah. It's brilliant. Well, wait, if you won the lottery, uh, what would you do with it? Uh, cane it pretty quickly, I think. Oh, and nice. then... I like it. You don't get enough of that. I would fucking cane it. <laughs> They're the people that Good care. Good question. Yeah. Steph inside out, can you guess what she thinks is the right thing to do in the following situations? Here is the first one. Steph, 
Stephanie, you are running late for a big meeting with a corporate donor thanks to an episode of Frasier you had not seen before whilst you were watching your breakfast. Even what? though it featured... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've got time, Jada. I'll record it. I'll record it. <laughs> Street, a Caucasian man with dreadlocks and a bright t-shirt stops you and asks you where you got your lovely bag from. Oh no, he's a chugger! You know he's not going to get many sign-ups today, not with this weather. Do you stop and talk to him, risking being even more late for Mr Corporate? Or do you pretend to be foreign slash deaf slash insane like the rest of us? <laughs> what would you do? What would Stephanie do in this situation? Come on, panel. Dude, do it. Dude, I already work for a charity, so fuck right off. Just whoa, 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 shut that shit down right fucking now. Yeah, got my life to get on with, okay? No, 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 no. Ah, no. Margaret, what do you think Steph would do in this situation? Um, I think she would offer them a, a piggyback. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like she, the beech tree. Why would you choose a beech tree? I don't, know, I don't understand her at all. It's the only tree she knows. What tree? She knows one tree what and she claims a lottery. No, what tree would you be? What tree would you be? Um, oh, what's that one? That oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that, there's one that smells of cum. It's um, the oh, linden yeah. tree. The well, linden to be fair, that is true. You, know? you would be that tree. <laughs> Ashamed of smelling of cum. <laughs> How dare you? Have any of you on the panel ever signed up to a. Oh, I did. Yes. Really? Yeah, Amnesty International. Because uh, I meant to do it anyway, and then some man stopped me, and I went, yeah. And then a man stopped me about a week later and said, will you sign up? And I went, no, I just did Amnesty International. And he went, oh, well, you could sign for another. And I went, well, I can't, I haven't got any money. I'm self employed, I'm a performer, I've got shit all and he went well I'm an actor and I've signed up for eight and I went don't judge me judgy uh, and then I called him a twat <laughs> he was a twat he was a twat not as much of a twat as the Harry why Krishna they, who I called him a twat do they, do? <laughs> do they get like do they get like credits for university I think they no, get, they get they money, money they for doing it that's why you should oh, sign yeah. up yeah. you should give it direct to the charity they're allowed to keep all of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there were all like students who got like credits towards sign <laughs> I hate them the exact same amount now. Oh. <laughs> um, Stephanie, what would you actually do in this situation? I'm very comfortable with all the good work that I do myself to ignore them. Or if I've got time, I will give them a bit of a ticking off about me being a real fundraiser. No. <laughs> Second scenario for you, Stephanie. You're having dinner with a billionaire philanthropist. He is witty and charming, not like a young Omar Sharif. He has even ordered dinner for both of you, but it wasn't weird or annoying like when other men try and do it. He tells you he admires the work you do greatly, but he admires you even more. He offers to bankroll your charity for five years if you agree to one night with him in his luxury penthouse suite at the Dorchester. He's even filled the bath with champagne. Mm. Do you agree to sleep with him? No, yeah, I reckon you would. No, no. I, reckon. I reckon you would. No, absolutely I reckon not. you would. Because no. you know what? You will cane it in that bath. <laughs> then you'll get a bit giggly and you'll justify it to yourself. It's how Mother Teresa got a lot of funding. Um, <laughs> no, you'd, drink, you'd, go, you'd go in and go like, go like, like, oh, I see what you're trying to do with me, but here's what's going to happen. <laughs> 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 I don't get the 
a um, bath full of champagne. Yeah. No, I don't either. Well, it's it'll little... be puby at, at best. <laughs> so, um, so, sleeping with him, that yes. is just sort of spooning and... Um, Do you actually cuddles. have to let him put it in? <laughs> this is very important. He's not specific. Oh, OK, so it could just be mouths. <laughs> What would you do in this situation? Well, I, originally my thought was absolutely not, but you made it seem rather plausible <laughs> over there, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> well, don't forget to kick every homeless person you see on the way home today. <laughs> Apart from one. I don't feel Apart bad. Apart from one. Not even with that sad face. It's not a sad face, it's a judgy face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I'm proud of my decision well, to see not this face? someone for money. <laughs> Next time you are making sweet love, that's the face that you will see in your head. <laughs> so enjoy it. <laughs> oh, respect Stephanie. Thank you. So before we go to our final round, let's see what the overall points are looking like. Producer Ben, what is the score? Michael and Tony got three. Uh, Margaret and Ruth have got four. Time for do the wrong thing. Do the wrong thing. Do the wrong thing. Do the wrong thing. He gave up, didn't he? At that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, it's the do. sound of a man having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> in this round, I want the panelists to tell me what they think the wrong thing to do in any given situation is. This round will end when producer Ben honks his horn. Okay, here goes. A man with both his arms in plaster asks you to help him use the toilet. What is the wrong thing to do? Put some food down there first. <laughs> this is one of those situations that, like, this sort of anecdotes that people are always telling me where they end up going, oh, and I didn't want them to think I was patronising them, so I gave them a hand job. That's like... <laughs> 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 um, but the wrong thing to do would be to say, no, I won't help you, but I will at length write a sorry message on your plaster cast. <laughs> you have your clothes stolen at the swimming pool. What is the wrong thing to do? Steal someone else's uh, who is much smaller than you. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. You find a whale washed up on the beach. What is the wrong thing to do? Run up and just, like, tease it. Look at you. <laughs> You're not getting back in the sea, are you? Um, you I, are stuck. I think, um... Uh, Longer than that would be to try and sort of market it as a as a mini golf course. You know, you've got the blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> You're being crucified next to Jesus. What is the wrong thing to do? Probably the wrong thing to do is to go. Uh, I'll be honest with you, me and you, mate. I'm fine with this because uh, I'm actually the son of God. <laughs> <laughs> what is everyone being told that? <laughs> oh, no, <I> <laughs> Couple of days, better rest, be fine. <laughs> Not everyone will believe it, but you're right. <laughs> it's the end of that round. Like a 12 hour video of Simon Cowell being needlessly tortured, it was over too soon. Producer <laughs> Ben, what are the scores? The final scores are that Michael and Tony have got five, but Margaret and Ruth win with six. Phoenix for having us, to Natasha Caffrey, Sarah Gunn, and someone whose name has been crossed out for helping out.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.